0: Write this yeah. on your calendar, folks. This yeah. never happens <laughs> on this day. Creval was right about something.
1: So we'll see what happens with this uh, in the future. Things when you take on those mecha-enhanced grizzly bears with laser beams. Nice. Oh, do they do psychic damage too?
0: This looks like a job for super paladin. On. As the toughest people in this room, that's why we didn't get anything. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Keep telling yourself that. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs>
2: I thought he muted.
3: Sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that makes it even better.
3: People be like, what's your skin regimen? You blow.
4: <laughs> Luckily, I have no brain.
1: Chapter 243, The Loot Episode Okay, so we are back with the main party, and the last time that the main party uh, had gotten together, what all
0: happened? We survived the giants. Yes,
4: you made it out of the castle. Uh, Turns out we were much stronger than we anticipated, and much worse at uh, lying than we anticipated.
0: Yeah. yeah, we are not we are not a particularly high intelligence group and we are not a particularly charismatic group, though, though, I'll be all honest, no one in Adri did a phenomenal job of trying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. Yep, they, they really did. They had ideas and plans in place and it was just not literally in the dice.
1: Yep. Very good. Yeah. So you guys uh, all made it out of the giant's castle. And uh, got away with some spoils of battle as well. Um, You had opened up the uh, chests and found thousands upon thousands of coins of various sorts. Um, So if you weren't already wealthy enough, you're wealthier now. And then also you found a few other objects in there. But we'll get around to that in just a little bit because you all leveled up.
0: Well, it feels like the only thing that should happen after nearly getting stomped eaten chewed up kicked by burned out i mean literally i thought the i thought underdark was hard but the giants ended up being just a different way more of a nightmare plus like i said before i don't think anything went our way while we were up there Yeah, yep,
3: like
1: nothing
0: nothing
3: yeah, nothing.
1: yeah. Uh, well uh, the good news there though is that um everything should be a breeze from here on so that probably was the worst thing you're gonna, you're gonna count. Yeah.
0: just remember listeners when your dungeon master smiles it's already too late
1: hmm? sorry was i smiling oh yes um anyway uh, so yeah so let's go around the table here and go over everybody's level ups and uh where they are now so uh this was uh, 15th and is 15th uh, much of a uh um landmark level is it a it's a big benchmark or was it just kind of a general upgrade
0: it was i think it's. i know it was a benchmark for me just just because of where i put the level being a tri class it's kind of hard to say that but this mm, was yeah. this was like a in some ways, like the unofficial crossing of a line that I didn't realize existed until I hit this level.
1: Oh, good, good. So well, actually, why don't you start us out then, Drew? This is why us- you don't talk first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, so as the listeners who are list- who have been following us know, um, I play Creval, the bronze dragonborn from the rag- Dragonborn Nation in the mountains. I am the war leader of the Snow Owl clan, which is an honorary title, which means in terms of the hierarchy, I am the second only to the matron mother. Um, I have not multi I have multi-classed my character three times. Um, the first level, or the first class, being barbarian. I'm a fourth level totem of the bear barbarian. I am a tenth level cleric of Nawada after this level up, which gave me a cool new ability. And then I'm a level one paladin, which I took more for storyline purposes than anything else. Um, primarily, my role in this great group of ours is to be the healer and, a possible, the controller of the combat field by just alternating things just a little bit to give us a little more advantage, though, I rec- though recently I haven't done a very good job of that. Um, I can breathe lightning as an action and currently um, covered in uh, scarring that is ritualistic to, for uh, accomplishments in the Dragonmore Nation. Um, normally I am bare chested with uh, leather pants on and I have adorned myself kind of shamanistically with ribbons and bones and some precious stones that I use to activate my spells.
1: Very good. And what did you get on this particular level up?
0: Um, I got what every cleric loves to get, more hit points. So now I sit at 131. I got another spell slot, which that one spell slot can mean the difference between life and death. And then I got an ability that all clerics love, though they all hate trying to get to activate, which is a Divine Intervention, which allows me to, as an action, roll the percentile die. And if I can roll a 10 or lower, that tells you all the odds of how this is happening... I can actually beseech my god, Nawada to interfere directly with whatever I need. Yeah. Well, you're in Within Nuwata's dis- good DM graces, discretion, so.
1: yeah. I'm sure that's going to come true, right?
0: I have to roll. It. I'm sorry, did you miss the part where I have, <laughs> where I have a 90% chance of
1: failing? Oh, I am I just glossed over that <laughs> Yeah, line. I'm yeah, sure yeah, you, you did. You have to roll? Okay. Well, but well, it, it's really exciting, bummer.
0: and I'm really, 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 really getting excited about this character now.
1: Very good. Well, we've been excited about that character for a long time. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, just mean the, seeing the higher levels and how they go in.
1: Yeah, very it's, good. And speaking of exciting characters, Melanie, why don't you tell us about Jade Claw and then tell us about the level up.
5: Yeah, Jade Claw's is my tabaxi ranger, um, monster slayer conclave. Uh, she uh, has a plus one longbow and some studded leather armor. Uh, leveling up, she got 129 hit points, so <laughs> close to 131. Uh, she got another fourth level spell and another spell uh, that she knows and I got Slayer's Counter for my Conclave feature, which basically means if I have targeted someone and they make me roll a saving throw, I can make a weapon attack against them. And if I hit, I automatically succeed. Nice. Uh, That's a cool ability. Yeah. And nothing nothing else. So you
1: uprated. just get to Legolas it up. If, if someone's coming at you, you can just bonk them with an arrow and, and they uh, misfire. Did
0: yeah. you get another spell slot? Did I miss that?
5: Yeah, I got yeah. another fourth level spell slot. Nice. So... That's nice.
1: Very good. Okay, and then, uh, Bryce, why don't you tell us about Cotter and what uh, Cotter got on the upgrade?
4: So Cotter's the um, paladin of the group, or I guess not the paladin. <laughs> not anymore.
0: No, you are the paladin. I'm, I'm a very small shadow. Don't even worry about me. I don't exist.
4: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, For this level up? I managed to gain the full maximum 12 hit points, getting me up to 127.
5: Ooh, I'm above it. So,
4: <laughs> The three of us are very close at the moment. I'm sure Arlen will come around to give us some separation later. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't be
4: worried. Is, you worry. is
0: Arlen above 100? No. <laughs> it's not level 20 yet. <laughs> <laughs> we'll,
1: we'll, we'll get to that okay all please right. continue there in words. addition
4: to the help he uh, gained another fourth level spell slot and a uh, sacred oath feature which causes him to be under the effects of protection from evil and good at all times which means he cannot be frightened charmed or possessed by celestials aberrations fiends undead fey and there might be one more pretty much nothing that's remembered. like
0: natural yeah
4: as well as they get disadvantage on attacking. Mm-hmm. And there's one other thing. I really should have had this out.
0: No, I think that's <laughs> Aberration
4: all Aberrations, Celestials, Elementals, uh, Fey, Fiends, yeah. and Undead. Uh, creatures of those types have disadvantage on attack rolls against the target. The target also can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed by them. And if that won't matter. <laughs> so, yeah. Although, uh, when I'm conscious, I already can't be charmed or frightened. But it's fancy.
1: You know, it's kind of a shame that for the rest of the campaign, you're just going to be facing mecha-enhanced uh, grizzly bears, so.
4: I'm Spoiler down. alert. <laughs> as long as I can get that laser sword from our previous campaign, I'm down. Do they
1: have, oh do they have machine guns? Yes. And laser beams. Okay, yeah. good. Well, um, and speaking of um, the separation there, Owen, why don't you tell us about Arlen and what Arlen got on the upgrade?
4: Yeah, so Arlen is our uh, main floor tank. He is our, uh,
0: <laughs> our wild broom. magic sorcerer. He's our broom and mop.
4: Yep, yep. Um, he gained a whopping four hit points this level, bringing Oof. him up to a solid 71. Oh no! <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> a 15th level sorcerer with 71 hit points.
4: That's well, kind of average, really, but yeah. And... He gained an 8th level spell slot Ooh. and he chose the new spell Finger of Death.
1: Ooh! Ooh. So you, now you can give the opponents the finger.
2: I love that spell.
0: <laughs> I feel like I should checked like Why Kung Kung would a farmer want Finger of Death? You just do
4: Kadoosh with your pinky? Definitely. Basically that, except from a range, yeah.
0: But Poison Spray was working so well for you. Mm-hmm.
4: You know, I just
0: had to let it go. I just had to. Couldn't hold it back anymore?
1: Very good. Okay. Um, So, um, Matt, why don't you tell us about uh, um, NoHan's upgrades and uh, tell us about NoHan in general.
3: So, NoHan, um, let's go with the upgrade. Uh, Got some more hit points and is now at a a mega 111. So, I'm at the uh, triple digits. Well, I was already at triple digits, but I'm more triple digits. And interesting effect. Uh, Through prayer and meditation, uh, Noan realized that he no longer requires substance or water. In fact, simply is not hungry nor thirsty anymore. And during morning grooming exercises, realized not a a strand of hair is, is falling from the scalp and no more wrinkles are appearing. Even though the days have been long and haggard for he, in fact, has timeless body. Um, and with no one in general, uh, having officially rebuked the, the devilish parentage has become lawful good and is turning, uh, insights in how to help genuinely versus selfishly.
1: Yeah. How about that? Nice. So uh, more surprises from no on to come, no doubt. Okay, and finally, saving the best for last, because in the pregame uh, chat, uh, the biggest smile on anybody's face on this particular <laughs> upgrade, Jesse, why don't you tell us about Adri and her monumental upgrade?
2: Yes, so um, after many levels of being frustrated with... Uh, being the other monk in the party that was always, like, uh, genuinely one or two points behind Noan in everything, which has been annoying.
1: Second to no um, one.
2: <laughs> Uh, Adri has chosen to forge a deeper path into the shadowy uh, side of combat and has decided to pursue an assassin role. So I've taken a level in Rogue. Um, which gave me a bunch of new skill proficiencies um, as well as increasing my proficiency in some skills. So I now have a plus 14 to acrobatics. That's
3: just showing off by the way. Yeah.
2: <laughs> a plus 13 to perception. And then a bunch of other things I got to add my proficiency bonus. Too. So you got so to better pass with a passive perception of persuasion, uh, Performance, sleight of hand, uh, stuff that I was not proficient in before. So now my roles will hopefully be better. But now, watch everything. I physically roll on the die will be less than ten.
4: Well, it should be good uh, unless there's a window a level... in the way.
2: Yeah, you just need to well, become that's, a level that's why I chose acrobatics for doubling the proficiency.
4: You just <laughs> so, need to become a level ten rogue, so then all your below tens become ten. 10.
0: <laughs> so uh, your passive perception is left, a twenty-three but... then. Huh? Your passive perception is twenty-three.
2: No, my per- my wisdom didn't go up. Just my skills. No, right,
0: your passive perception, yeah. perception is ten plus your perception score. If you're if you're uh, oh, proficient, I thought it was
2: plus your wisdom modifier.
0: That's why it says perception next to it. If you're if you're if yeah, you actually have perception, perception as a uh, proficient skill, that it's ten plus that. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. And
0: yeah. I have a second I question sure. I should ask you a yeah, while right though. behind
2: you. Then yeah. I never knew that. I thought yeah. I feel like that's not. That's well. That's, is, why says, I, that's why it I'm says. That's why it says perception he, down there. But it's passive wisdom. it's specifically saying passive perception. Well
1: we'll look it up in the yeah. other. So it's so.
3: It's, 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 the is- it's,
0: it, it's basically it's basically like your spider sense tingling. And then yeah. when you want to actually look for it, that's when you roll your active perception, see if, if you can figure out what is making your spider sense. Yeah, but
2: sense your passive perception I mean, shouldn't be that don't take
0: this. We don't from use passive perception. No, no. we don't, no, don't by yeah.
5: look look high number.
3: Well, Without like it, I, I said, we'll,
1: we'll look it but, up in the in between session here. I'll actually be sad tomorrow. I'm pretty sure I'm my hit points
3: right. did not go up
2: tremendously. I'm only at ninety two. Well, on, but, on that um, note,
0: this is the question actually after the DM because I never asked you this because I just went off mm-hmm. kind of the rules in the book, which is always a bad thing to do. Always ask your DM players or listeners. When you take a first level, normally the book says you get max hit points. So if she took a first level of rogue, should she get the max hit points for being a level one rogue? Sure. So, Adri. Did you hear that? Nah, Jake. No, we
2: were looking at something.
0: Um I was oh. okay, dope. Cool. So was so that right?
2: 23 passive perception then.
0: Yep. Write this you on went. your calendar, folks. This yep. never happens. <laughs> on this day, Craval was right about something. Um when you get level one in, a, in in a class, you get the max head points for that class. So for a rogue, it's a D eight. So it'll be a D eight, it'll be eight plus oh. your constitution modifier.
2: So then I'm at ninety four. 95. There you go, girl. Close. Cool. Close. <laughs> but
4: Thank no you. One is you know still what? Yeah, We're still there, closer yeah. than Arlen. <laughs> and the
3: gap ever widens.
0: <laughs> All right. This is fun. I love it. these levels. Are so fun.
3: You just need to take. You uh... know, Arlen. It's almost like you're closer to zero than you are to like the ball.
0: <laughs> I still don't know why you don't just take the average. You'd have so much more hit points right now.
1: So so. <laughs> What you just need to do is quad class into four or three other classes that have D10s for...
0: Uh, and that have the yeah, one thing you're good at. It's
4: definitely good enough to be a fighter, barbarian, paladin, <laughs> and ranger.
3: There
0: you go.
4: You know
3: what? It is good enough to be a fighter, just not good enough to be a good well, fighter. This is, this is like why a you always sorcerer, get... This is I why you, is why you get the
0: highest level aid I can cast every time.
1: <laughs> Ooh. Very uh. good. Okay, so kind of exciting um, upgrades here, and uh, so we'll see what happens with this uh, in the future. Things when you take on those mecha-enhanced grizzly bears with laser beams. Nice. Oh, do they do psychic damage too? Mm-hmm. So. Oh boy. Okay. Good.
4: Luckily, I have no brain. Yes.
1: So, you all are back at the Fraser residence there. Um, having bopped back there, uh, leap back to Port of Magnum uh, as you escape the castle. And actually, when you got to Port of Magnum, whose basement did you arrive in again?
0: <laughs> that poor mage. Yes. Did you ever tell the Baron, Cotter, that there was a i I'm sorry, not... Yeah, Cotter. Uh, that there was a teleportation circle in this guy's basement? Because we had knows. talked about you telling the Baron, but did we actually ever tell the Baron that it's there? He knows
4: we have one. I don't no no know no no, no, no. Did, did he we, knows where it is precisely.
0: yeah, I think we might want to tell him that because like I said uh, I've said before that's a that's an unguarded entrance into his city mm-hmm. or and potentially in the future your city.
4: That is something that they should care about a bit I guess yeah,
0: yeah. it might be a little cruel, but this guy might have to move out while the, while the guard move in.
4: Or maybe they'll just put some
1: guard right in the basement there. And Something. They can all have a drink with him all the time.
0: Yep. Sound the alarms.
1: Sounds good. Okay. Um, so anyways, yes, you had uh, bopped into the mage's basement there in the, the um, Tower of Magic there in Port of Magnum. And what did you do with the mage? What did you offer him?
0: Uh, Craval offered him a retainer for House Fraser, as their local wizard to go to.
1: Yes, and mainly because you wanted your items identified. and stuff. Correct, yeah. but
0: it made sense to have, at well, least to me, I mean, it made sense to recommend to Cotter that having a wizard on call for Sienna and whatnot would mm-hmm. be a good idea.
1: Yeah. Anyways, so there you all are. You are back at the Fraser household, and um, you were asking him to identify your um, items there. And so uh, he leads off to the ballroom, actually. And starts scrawling a magic circle on the floor, which uh, ten minutes later begins to glow with kind of a blue radiance. And he says, please, place your uh, item that you wish to identify here.
0: Um, I believe, Jade, you have those items. Yes, I do. What's the first one on your list?
5: I have four golden statues.
0: Okay, and
1: those do not turn out to be magical. They are, in fact, just statues. Although,
0: valuable ones.
1: Um, you would expect each one to fetch 750 gold pieces.
0: <laughs> Holy smokage.
1: Yeah, they, they are, in fact, items from the Old Kingdom. You can see it in the antiquated style that they, uh, they're created in.
5: Uh, a sword?
1: Ah, and so you place the sword in the middle of the circle. And it sort of begins to glow, and these little magical sigils and runes appear above it. And you see the mage just sort of studying them um, as he goes. And then his eyes grow very wide. And he says, oh my gosh, do you realize what this is?
0: No, that's why we gave it to you.
1: (laughs) He says, this is a sword of answering. There were only nine made in the old kingdom. And this one appears to be the sword named Answer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you think it's funny, but yes, they 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 all had um, interesting names like the backtalker and concluder and the last quip, uh, the replier, the retorter, the squelcher. But this one is the answer.
0: I noticed the paladin seems a little disappointed.
1: And he, he says, you can tell by the emerald in the pommel. Each one had a different gem. And so for the answer, it gives you a plus three bonus to attack and damage. In addition, while you hold the sword, you can use your reaction to make a one me- melee attack with it against a creature in your reach that deals damage to you. So it's the answer. You have advantage on the attack roll, and any damage dealt with this special attack ignores any damage immunity resistance that the target has. But here's the fun thing. The answer can only be attuned to a chaotic good character.
2: I think Arlen's are only chaotic good, no?
5: No, I'm chaotic good.
4: I'm neutral good. Good answer. Yeah, I'm neutral good, too. That's a bummer. I'm
0: neutral good as well. <laughs>
5: Jade with a sword.
0: Although, according also, to some people, I'm awesome chaotic. Though. Matter. Jade, oh, that's awesome, There you go, Jade. That's a really Jade's good sword.
5: sword.
4: It's yeah. a really good sword.
5: But I'm in the back of the fight.
0: Not always. Not uh, always.
4: Can you use that? Do you have proficiency with the type of blade
0: this is?
5: What kind of blade is this?
0: It's it, a long sword. It is a long sword. And yes, you do.
5: I do.
0: Looks like Jade's got a new sword. Do you have the strength bonus to use this kind of sword?
3: I'm, I'm buff. It's a plus three, dude. I'm buff. You know, if you don't say final answer to the next person you fight with that, I'm going to be disappointed. That'd,
0: that's awesome. I'd give you a plus 11 to hit with it.
3: <laughs> Almost as good as your bow. Mm-hmm. Almost
5: as good as my bow. So start
0: writing that quit. down. Just I'm, write down the I'm answer. You can fill to, it in I later. The the party. Yeah.
4: It, there's always the chance you can get something helpful, too.
0: Trust me, my little greed monkey is screaming at me right now, but it's just not a thing for my character. You know,
4: it would be in character if you take it to become Chaotic Good.
0: Who, me? Like, it, what What are you at the moment? No, 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 no. It, trust me, for this character, he doesn't use swords for a reason. That's why he uses the two-hander, because it's it's, it's a Dragonborn thing with the, the Ring of uh, Proving. Yeah. Okay, okay, congratulations to Jade. That's a cool upgrade.
1: What do you want to do next?
5: The rod.
1: Okay. And so you put the the rod into the circle. And once again, you get the, the sigils and the runes that float up from it. And he studies them. And he says, ah, yes, this is a rare one as well. This is a rod of alertness. And so it's a rod with a flanged head. And it has these following properties. So, alertness. While holding the rod, you have advantage on perception checks and rolls for initiative. Um, Spells. When holding the rod, you can use an action to cast one of the following spells from it. Detect evil and good, detect magic, detect poison and disease, or see invisibility. And it has a protective aura. As an action, you can plant the haft end of the rod in the ground, whereupon the rod's head sheds bright light to a 60-foot radius, and dim light for an additional 60 feet. While in that bright light, you and any creature that is friendly gain a plus one bonus to AC and saving throws and can sense the location of any invisible hostile creature, wouldn't that have been useful, <laughs> and that is also in the bright light. The rod's head stops glowing after the effect ends in 10 minutes or when the creature uses an action to pull the rod from the ground. Property can't be used again until the next dawn.
0: So right off the bat, the first person that kind of springs to mind for this item is cotter. And it's right behind
2: And right behind that right was you. Yeah, cuz I scout ahead a lot and I feel like being able to do stuff like detect evil and good, see invisibility, stuff like that where I can be invisible and I can also do detection like that would be useful.
0: Okay because if Adrian. i
2: cast a spell from the rod would that count as casting a spell like to, to undo my invisibility
0: that is a dm question
1: um i would say yes because you're using an action to cast a spell uh, according okay. to the thing so yeah that would... but
2: i have my massive stealth score so yeah. mm-hmm.
0: you, you could you could literally hide in bright light at this point
2: <laughs> pretty much yeah.
0: so yeah okay congratulations adri rod of alertness right is that what it was mm-hmm. yes all the Are we cool if I tense. take that? Yeah, go ahead. I'm good with... The only reason I thought that maybe Cotter would take is that right at the beginning of the battle, he could plan it where he wanted to fight, you know, be his aura of fighting or whatever, and then move it as necessary.
3: Oh, I think Cotter is a rod. And that, you know play.
0: what? That's a very good point, though. With his <laughs> auras, yeah.
3: Yeah, he basically <laughs> is that. Just walk, but he can walk.
0: Yes. You you just think, you know, one of the things we should do this in game, we should percept on Cotter to see if he's just shining more. <laughs> Like he walks into the room and people have to shield their eyes type deal.
3: People will be like,
0: what's your skin regimen? You blow. Yes. <laughs> it's all that omega fish oils. It's the blood of my enemies. Oh, nice. Ooh. I think that's a creval wine.
1: <laughs> okay. What's next? A harp. A uh, harp. Okay. Which
0: all of us are proficient in, so I know this is going to be a battle for who gets I this know. harp.
1: And so once again, uh, examining it closely. Um, he says, ah, yes, um, many, many years ago, well, back in the old days, um, bards were gifted with harps or lutes or some other uh, instrument uh, that had uh, additional properties. And this is the uh, Anstruth harp. Um, I don't suppose any of you are a bard? No. Uh, well, uh, well, we sure. know a
0: bard, but out of curiosity, what does it do?
1: Well, um, so the Anstruth, um, well, all of the instruments of the bards are ex- exquisite examples of their kind of instrument. Um, it's superior in every way to an or- ordinary instrument. And all of them have some common features. Um, then each one has a specific power. Uh, so, a creature that attempts to play an instrument without being attuned to it you ha- would have to do a 15 wisdom saving throw or take 2d4 psychic damage. So, you want to be attuned to it. And you can use an action to play the instrument and cast one of its spells. Once the instrument has been used to cast a spell, it can't be used to cast a spell again until the next dawn. The spells uh, use your spellcasting ability or DC. Um, when you use an instrument cast a spell that causes the targets to become charmed or fail save. the targets have disadvantage on the saving throw. And the effect applies whether you're using the instrument as a source of the spell or a spellcasting focus. They all have fly, invisibility, levitate, Protection from evil and good. And then the Anstruth harp also has control weather and cure wo- wounds and uh, at 5th level and wall of thorns.
0: Okay, um, real quick. So you have to be a bard to use this thing? Otherwise you have to be a bard to attune to it? Or anybody can play it as long as they make the saving throw?
1: Um, it does say requires attunement by a
0: bard. So I'm sorry. Oh, okay, never mind. So, yes, yeah, sure. it does require any... See, now it doesn't seem so silly when I kind of recommend but it to. Uh, co- to. it was
5: multi-classing into a bard.
0: I actually. But gave
2: no, if no one does take it though, do. he would have. Because he can re-roll a wisdom save.
0: Yeah, but you still have. With a key point. You still and have and to be a, a bard to use high... it.
2: Yeah. Oh, you have to be a bard to use it? Yeah. yeah. Or to attune to it?
1: Well, I, I would read that as you have to be attuned uh, or you have to be a bard to be attuned to it because it says you, I mean, a creature a that can attempts play to play the without... instrument without being attuned. I, has could to do pl- the I, I
3: think if I played it without being attuned, it would just be a harp. You have to be attuned to get the power. Yeah, that that's that's
0: sense. how Matt, You, I agree with you, Matt. You have yeah. to be a so. So this is maybe something you can trade in for uh, something else. Yeah,
3: A million gold pieces. Or maybe Nissian could use a nice harp in exchange yeah. for some of his favors. He seems to be well connected. connected yeah. He yeah. does seem to be well connected, yeah.
0: We could leave it with uh, the Frazier household for safekeeping for mm-hmm. now.
1: It would look good in the uh, conservatory.
0: Just not with the butler or the maid. Just put
4: so, a real big sign like "Do not play this; you will die."
0: Ex- exactly. This yeah. w- this will hurt you. <laughs> kind of hard. Not, not hard to misunderstand that. What's the next item?
5: Plate armor.
0: <gasps> this there is what. The, look at look at. You can see the paladin vibrating in excitement over there.
1: And so he looks at the plate armor, and it's um, it's very interesting because it's it's kind of um, a steely kind of bluish color. It doesn't look like you know, regular steel and at the same time it doesn't look like um, the mithril chain that, that uh, Cotter had at one point and uh, the mage examines it and says this is adamantine armor he says this is very rare these days to find anything made of adamantite it's the hardest substance in existence um, he says while you're wearing this any critical hit against you becomes a normal hit
0: Ooh. can we stuff Question Can we is it possible to stuff Arlen into this thing?
3: <laughs> it is possible to stuff him into that. I'm just Beware saying it is the question. I'm just saying
0: because of all the characters, ironically, the person hit the most with critical hits isn't even the tanks, it's Arlen,
4: which is
3: stupid, and I agree. <laughs> However, I cannot use
0: it. That's too bad. <laughs>
3: No, 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 you can. You're just not proficient at it. You can so, wear it and get some sort of penalties, I think. So that it doesn't I, do anything else besides that? I cannot carry it. I am not strong enough to carry it. <laughs> huh? Can we buy like a thousand potions of Hill Giant strength? And so he can, like, just, just get him on an IV drip with it, like <laughs> put it in the suit. <laughs> or just constantly true polymorph him into a giant.
1: I, I, I know the gnomes could probably uh, equip them with something, but the side effects uh, table might go on for days.
0: Oh, um, out of character moment here. And yes, this is what you probably call um, mid-maxing. But I can think of a couple other characters that could benefit from these items. Bum, bum, bum.
5: Yeah, that's what I was thinking.
0: Yeah. It is
4: plate, you said? It it's is plate, plate mail, yeah. So it
1: sure. it, it's, it basically is um, just standard plate, but yeah. with the benefit of not being able to be critted.
0: Yeah, this is a hard call for Cotter because Cotter already has plate armor that's plus one. So it's kind of a hard yeah. call. What's your AC,
5: Cotter?
0: Um, 22? That's so a hard call.
5: It's a yeah. 21 AC mm-hmm. over... Well, you,
0: you, you, oh, no. Wait. No, hold on. Your, your AC is what now? 22. 22. Oh, yeah, okay. I got the math now.
4: Yeah. so yeah it's like is stopping double damage one in 20 times worth taking more damage slightly all the rest of the
3: times
0: well i will say this i think yes and, because and i agree and here's
3: currently what... when we do when when the bad guys do critical damage it's usually like 25 dice yeah come they're out.
2: they're not rolling mm-hmm. one die that then doubles into two dice it's
3: so, like and six in, into I mean, Yeah, think about what happened to our poor dragonborn in yeah, that critical hit. Exactly. Wiped yeah. Us
0: yeah. Out. And most characters that you're fighting hand-to-hand are, are hitting more than once, which means there's more of a greater mm-hmm. likelihood chance. They're lately been attacking with a lot of advantage. And the other thing that it doesn't say, but I think it's true, is that if some of them have special attacks that only occur on a natural 20, the armor negates that too. Good point. So. Like I say, it's a hard call. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I think you give thought to and yeah, you, you out.
1: can you can think on it for a little bit and, mm-hmm. and you know figure it out before you guys take off for your next adventure. And the last one,
5: a leather armor.
1: Okay, and this is actually studded leather armor.
5: Studded leather armor.
1: And uh, he examines it and says, um, "This is fairly common yet somewhat useful. Um, this is plus two studded leather armor." Nice.
0: Nobody wears studded leather armor, do they? Doesn't, I mean, like nobody, please. right? I, do. I, can I can't think of one person.
5: Armor. <laughs> you can wear studded leather armor?
4: Or can, I got well, the lightly armor.
0: Consider today. all his magical items increase his armor class. <laughs>
4: is, is your current armor magic?
0: He has those robes, I think.
4: Yes, I have the... Um,
0: is that an attunable item or not? I
4: have the magic... Uh, I, think a... I can change plus... it into any outfit, leather armor. Yeah. Um Which is just a plus one with the added bonus that I can make it look like whatever I want. But that would increase my AC by one. Yeah. And
0: which would make it armor's a, not a 14... What's your armor what class? Do you wear? What is your armor class then? Uh,
5: Melanie? I wear stud leather. Which would turn me into a, turn so into a, a
0: 19, 19 20, class, 20? 20.
5: What?
4: That would make minus 17.
5: That's
0: nice. Which would, be fi- which would still be higher than <laughs> Um, oh, I had a question. I have a question for you afterward. Uh, uh Oh, and if you... After you stick around. Uh, we can just put that with the harp, for right now until we figure out where that's going. Cool.
1: Well, I th- there's only, what, two characters that can wear it, right? Yeah. I mean, if
0: Arlen wants it, by all means, take yeah. it.
1: Yeah. And and you got the sword. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, so. I, that's what I was saying. Is yeah. If
0: Arlen doesn't want it, then we can, can figure take it out. I his... No, your armor. You have, he has no armor on.
5: Yeah, doesn't he have?
0: No, I
4: have a plus one studded leather. Oh,
1: okay, yeah, my yeah. bad. And, and you were and you were able to uh, affix your Glamored Brooch to it, to so you can probably get a a uh, Mage Smith to uh, put the uh, Brooch on this one too, so you can keep the Glamored effect.
4: Oh, okay. I want to do that. Well, let's do okay. that. Okay. So, I like yeah. that idea. So and then you can hand me down your plus one to, uh, yeah. To Maybe. Jade? Yeah. Okay. Good. So every, everyone
1: gets an upgrade there. No. <laughs> well, everyone that can wear studded leather. There you go.
5: You can have a golden statue. I
4: can wear studded leather. No
0: one. As the toughest people in this room, that's why we didn't get anything. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Keep telling yourself that. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> I thought he muted. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That makes it even better. I'm, I'm counting that as a 10. Oh. I Matt, that's a 10. You get a 10 on that one for not muting. That better go on the intro. Yes, that's on the intro.
3: <laughs>
0: There's your name for, and that's the name for this chapter. I thought I muted. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've
3: to already got a staff of striking. I'm good. This has to be the loot episode. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of loot, one thousand copper piece, ten gold. I hold this chest yeah. For, yeah. to buy a meal that was at a good
0: restaurant. Yeah, but Straight to be up, to, like no, to, to be fair, there were there were, a, there were eleven chests, chest and we just things. picked at random. It's not like he gave them to us.
3: Yeah, no, yep. I'm just saying. After Sorry. all that, I got ten gold worth of copper.
0: <laughs> yeah, but we also got a bunch of electrum, a bunch of gold, a bunch of silver. Yeah, yeah, we got copper too.
3: <laughs> I'm giving that copper away.
0: No, you're not. You
3: know, I'll give that whole chest and maybe someone can have a nice birthday sometime. Hey,
0: you know what? There's a ton of people out there that'll take 10 gold for their whole life savings.
3: Yeah, yeah I'm giving there it away. Know. My yeah. chest is being given
2: away. Yeah, we're sitting, we're sitting here like, oh no, we have like the average person's salary in our pocket
5: for a lifetime.
0: <laughs> two lifetimes. Yeah, as Arlen
1: can tell you, I mean, 10 gold is like two years of uh, hard labor, of uh, proceeds from his family farm, you yeah. know. Okay, so the mage looks at you uh, kind of expectantly, and is there anything
0: else? Yes, um, before you go, I know it, it may have seemed like an insult, I didn't think it was, so it wasn't tend to tenderness, but I would actually like to put you on retainer. We have a, somebody we go through normally, but if we could keep you in contract as a come to, especially since we keep you hopping in in your basement.
1: Yes, um, about that, yeah. Uh, let's not make that a habit of uh, giving that out to anybody. Uh, I, I don't mind you coming through the basement. It's uh, kind of a, a entertaining. The... But uh, let's not let anybody else know about that.
0: Oh, so you would really hate for the future Baron of this ta- this city to know that you have an unregistered un- magical circle thingy he, in your he basement. He
1: kind of waves <laughs> at Cotter <laughs> and says, I, I do believe the future Baron already knows that.
0: That was my point. Yes. Uh, I, I don't think we have a problem with that, do we? yeah so, Cotter, what, you're more familiar with this than I am. What what, what what To keep somebody like this on the payroll, as it were, what, what do you do? Uh,
4: usually teleport into his basement.
0: That's um, like running headfirst into a wall. Yep. I'll ask again.
4: There, there are lots of them. How
0: town. do you keep somebody like this particular talented person on retainer so that they know they're on call for your family?
1: Well, you know, if, if need be, they could actually draw up a contract, but there's a lot of handshake contracts that are also made um, with just, uh, you know, passing a, a few coins and, and so forth. So it just depends on how formal you want to make this.
0: Well, we passed you five five platinum, platinum pieces, yes. which is the equivalent of 50 gold pieces, right? Yeah. Is that good enough for a retainer for the, for the right to access your basement from our sorcerer cell?
1: Um, let it, let us call that even, yes.
0: Okay. And we if it happens again, we will talk again. Yes. But I can guarantee you we'll be talking again. And obviously, we don't have to say anything to you. It should be understood that you're not going to talk about anything you've seen.
1: Of course not. My yeah. confidence is absolute.
0: Awesome. I'd really hate to have to eat you. <laughs> I would hate to be eaten. Well, Shanti Shasta would be the right <laughs> Anybody else have any questions?
1: Okay. So... um he actually does stick around through uh, dinner or actually it's a middle of the night when he came into his, uh, his, uh, room there. And so you've, you've awakened the whole household with this. Um, Cynia appears in, in her dressing gown, kind of rubbing sleep out of her eyes, uh, but is, is immensely, uh, pleased to see everybody. Um, uh, although she noticed sort of the disheveled state that everybody's in with bruises and cuts and so forth. Yeah. Um, and, uh, then, uh, and she says, well, I, I believe this can wait till morning. So, um, and she turns to the mage, um, a nightcap or are you off to home? And uh, the, the mage you know, kind of thinks about it says, I think rest is more important right now. And, and he uh, says, if you uh, need me kno- any further, please let me know. And he kind of bows and lets himself out.
0: Thank you. Um, Sienna, how are the dragonborn? And she
1: says, well, that's a very interesting question. Um, A lot of them were out uh, doing something for the Baron, and I haven't seen them at all today. Um, I've been getting a little bit worried. Uh, Nadar came back um, after having uh, gone to uh, do some other work for the Baron, um, and then went back out looking for them. Um, But... uh, um, we haven't seen the hide nor hair of the whole group. So I ho- I do hope that they're being successful.
0: Have you had any problems with them?
1: Oh, they've been model for, well, problems isn't quite the right word. Um, well, as you know, uh, being a dragonborn yourself, you, you don't quite fit in with all the high graces here in, in Port of Magnum. And we, we did try to include them as members of the family, essentially. Um but the uh they were uncomfortable um so we actually set them up residence in the smokehouse out back and uh that seemed to suit them much better uh so once we got over that little initial hiccup um yeah they've been absolute wonders uh, as you can imagine I, if, if even have one of them with me at the market i uh, you know clear out a large uh, swath in front and behind me it, it's very convenient uh no one wants to tangle with them and uh, certainly i mean we are the talk of the town uh, having you know the only people with the uh, dragonborn guards at the gate and and of course obviously the fact that they did repel an undead invasion coming through the gates I'm uh, sorry yes um several horrid untoward characters came through the gate um it just rent right through the uh, guards in the front um and, and thank goodness they were there uh like i said they went through the guards as if they were nothing and uh, just the fact that the dragonborn were uh, were there were able to to uh to stop, them. I believe one of them almost died, even. The, the undead were so powerful. Uh, it, it was, you know, they definitely had our, our genuine, sincere thanks for, for doing such a good job.
0: Um, If they show back up while we're here, please let me know, because I would like to talk to yes. whoever. Th- th- at this point, they should have chosen some sort of leader. And I'd like to speak to that person, to that Dragonborn.
1: Yes, I, n- undoubtedly. We'll, we'll send them directly over. Um um, but th- that being said, it, it, it is the middle of the night, um, and uh, perhaps a bed and a wash for everybody?
0: Yes, please. Um, also, just a reminder, I, I spoke briefly with you and Carter before, but there is something I can do to kind of help with an undead invasion in terms of not being here with a protective spell But it's just pricey. If you wanted to talk about that again, I would be more than happy to do that for you.
1: Yes, um, that might be, uh, in, in light of recent events, a very good idea.
0: Um, please, um, I know for sh- for certain our young Mr. Arlen has taken more than a few blows that he was not intended for that he could probably use some tender care and the rest of us could too. Even myself, if I'm being honest.
1: Very good. Well, why don't we all uh, rest on our adventures and in the morning on breakfast, uh, please, um, why don't you fill me in with all that has gone on?
0: Uh, will be a very good talk that day.
1: Yeah. Okay. Anyone want to do anything else before you actually retire to your rooms? It
4: dies.
0: <sighs> I do just for just for giggles because I feel that connection strengthened. Let's just see if I can do a divine intervention. What well, y'all can't see is I have like a thousand and one dice in this what bag. What are you asking
2: just, your God for?
0: What? Okay. Intervention. So, so let, let me ask, offer that to everybody. <laughs> What should I ask for? Should I roll under a 10? Which I guarantee you I'm not, but just in case. Um,
5: a really big milkshake. Transform my sword into a plus three I, bow. Yeah, I,
1: I, think, I think Nuada would not be impressed by a request for no. a big milkshake, so.
0: I, it'd be funny though. All right, if, if I do it, I think I have an idea. It's something I'm kicking around, so we'll see. That's if I do it. if I don't the, do it, then it's not a big deal. The
4: location of the portal of the yeah. underworld?
2: Actually, yeah, that was
0: really that. close. It almost landed on 71, or I don't know, one, but it was a 77. <laughs> wow. So, nope. Thank you. No, it's hard to read those dice. I know. These are
5: wacky dice. So,
1: so, you do feel Nawada's presence as you pray, but um, apparently he's uh, busy with larger things than turning people into milkshakes. <laughs>
3: oh, you hear, we're sorry. Nawada is busy elsewhere. Exactly. Please stay on hold.
4: Yep. The milkshake, milkshake machine is broken.
3: Yes.
1: And you, and you get a celestial version of the girl from Ipanema playing in your head.
2: The McDonald's in the Seven
3: Heavens. That was what Matt just said. <laughs> <The milk. laughs> shake machine's broken. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, that was the joke, yes. I'm not saying anything. I'm, <laughs> we're going to bed bedtime and uh, just as
1: a point uh you are now level 15 so you can do four hit dice at a time
5: oh
4: good to know very nice
5: so
1: anybody can do tender menstruations and some first aid uh before they go to bed
0: and at this point guys yes whoever was under the aid effect it has dropped i think that might be the most underappreciated spell ever it uh, does amazing job so anyways
1: um you guys all go to bed and uh, wake up in the morning. If anybody's still missing hit points, they can roll an additional four hit dice and, uh, try to rub out the last of the bruises. And, um, you all down for, uh, breakfast in the morning. And, um, you find that Sinia has, uh, set a rather scrumptious feast for everybody for your return. And, uh, she kind of, uh, sits patiently. You get the feeling she's waiting for your report. Um, and uh, just kind of wants to politely allow you to uh, eat before diving into what's gone on since the last time she saw you.
0: I'm going to, uh, one, say thank you to Sydney, but as um, Adri's going to sit down, I'm going to make a, just a quick motion at the side of her vision to see if she catches it.
1: So roll perception, Adri.
4: I'm going to
0: guess 15.
2: 33 <laughs> awesome so in my mind
0: i just make that motion and aj just catches my hand i'm like
2: wait actually sorry
0: 31 oh, <laughs> oh no, no a, yeah but now i smack you upside the head no, no. <laughs> you know she just,
3: catches it and doesn't even look it's yeah. just sort of like this yeah you
0: know i'm just gonna there's a, there's a little just a little rumble of uh laughter like amusement but not not in a not in a mean way appreciation appreciation and, and i
3: nod and i nod in a in in an appreciative way i'm like mm-hmm. yes. yeah. strong you <laughs> have become
0: actually that's exactly what i was saying it's like yeah I, you seemed a little different this morning it seems that you've uh, broadened your awareness a bit if i I'm tired of having
2: things slip past me yeah
1: very good and um sinia does say that the dragonborn did come in in the wee hours of the morning um and had some fairly terrible stories to tell. And uh, then uh, apparently Sora is now sort of the de facto leader of the group, and she'll make uh, an appointment to see you the, today sometime there, Corral. The
5: leader of the Beavers. Let's go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Badgers, not Beavers.
5: Wrong, <laughs> wrong, Beaver. Pretty sure it was the Bob
3: Whites. I'm pretty there, sure
0: it was, so so many, so it was the Beavers. There's so many B words out there. One. Let's just stick with Badger. <laughs> Uh, I I... even
5: have it like written like two times on the side here
4: they were successful so they're the buffalo well
1: very good so who wants to tell Sinia what
0: this looks like a job for super paladin who glows in the dark even when he does not want to (laughs) yes
4: so there I was, <laughs> strapped to an <laughs> altar made of
1: outdated <laughs> encyclopedias. <laughs>
5: about to get sacrificed. D- different road. story, okay. different <laughs> stories.
4: <laughs>
0: Wrong story. So,
1: so what are you going to tell Sinia about your adventures there?
4: Um, so this one was the one where we started. We went to Theramon's. Mm-hmm. Then we met Alowal at the inn construction yeah. site. And you okay. can probably
1: skip over the... Uh, miscellaneous stuff in the beginning and just go right to the uh, meat of the the adventure there
4: I'll I'll t- I'll expand on the cool parts and like downplay the bad parts you know as you like but I'll talk about how we found the Pegasus in the field and how they all had to run all over while I just stood there and pet my Pegasus and that sort of thing uh, we'll talk about how when we arrived, the giants spoke to us and we were welcomed in how we had our little room and we met with them and they're like, "Huh, you're a little weird. Because Um,
5: we were seeming.
4: Yeah. We'll talk about let's see.
1: How you were able to sneak and grab the uh, items and leave?
4: Here we are. I wouldn't call it sneaking in, Stop really.
5: prison revolt.
4: Yeah. We staged a distraction and ran in, fought the, uh, what's he called? N. No. The guy who had the fire lance.
1: Oh, oh. The, the commander, mm-hmm. yeah. The devilish commander.
4: Mm-hmm. the commander, and then I'll exaggerate, or yeah. I'll give the story of how we had just defeated the commander, and across the hallway the door opens, and all the people just run straight out and don't notice us. And then we teleport home.
1: Very good. And she obviously is is alternatingly um, enthusiastic and horrified by the various things that happened. And uh, and she says, well, very good. Um, well, it seems that, unless I miss my mark, that you've tracked down all but one of the last phylacteries. Um, what... Uh, what is your next move? Go
2: to hell.
3: What did you say to huh. my wife? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Perfect.
0: Perfect. Flawless victory.
3: You'll have to excuse my, my friend here. She is still weary from, from battles, clearly.
0: No,
2: we literally need to go to hell. To the underworld, she says
1: yes and she just kind of dabs the corners of her mouth with her napkin and says well that that is something entirely different Um, how how will you possibly manage this that's a good question
2: divine intervention maybe I
3: don't know if he'd be willing to open a portal for
2: us tomorrow, or
3: perhaps some sage knows of of a a gate of some sort for
1: us you've already been
3: at once today yesterday um, (gasps) Sinead's (laughs) (laughs)
1: Cynia <laughs> <laughs> uh turns to uh to you there cotter and says No don't we have but the best library in the entire kingdom here perhaps there's information there well, and at the same time how about that lovely wizard friend you have over in waterfall city he's been a font of information maybe he knows
4: and we're before talking and about else, jade are you gonna speak up
5: hmm? before i say anything else
4: jade do you want to speak up
5: um I have. Mm. am home to probably a better library. What
0: and, and, Sydney says,
1: better than the one here in Port of Magnemars has thousands of volumes. Of, uh, it must be a fabulous library indeed.
5: Yes, it is.
4: Uh, where is this library?
5: In a tree.
1: And there's a couple of giggles.
5: I would have to contact somehow the leader of the treehouse to see if you guys can get entry. You probably would.
4: Have any of us met this leader or are
0: they yes. do they stay back there?
5: Uh Red Sunrise.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do that cabbage patch. <laughs>
1: so so you have met Red Sunrise and half of you have adventured with him.
5: He was kind so of weird oh right. You guys have met the Tabaxi before. Yeah. I, I <laughs> think
0: that was I think that was the Cotter group. That was the mm-hmm. war. Yeah. So we could send I, I a recall
2: sending. Arlen and I didn't.
3: You might have met. No. But you didn't I'm, travel with. I recall Red Sunrise. Was was that the one that would speak in your mind?
5: Yeah. Whoa. He had an odd little companion. Mr. Snuffleupagus. Huh. Yeah,
0: I, I heard that word before. I'm not exactly sure what that referred to.
5: It's his friend. We all have friends.
3: Well, clearly you should be able to contact them with your mind. It would seem. Boo. <laughs> Actually, I can.
5: I can't. I'm not that. Or. Ad-
1: er. But yes.
5: Yes. yes if you I get can in, get in contact.
1: Certainly, certainly, Craval can use his sending to talk to him. So very good.
5: Level seventeen, I can. Okay,
1: um, and so Cindy says, "So, um, what shall it be next? Uh, what, what is your next move then?"
0: Uh, well, <laughs> that's a very good we question. We should make a few calls. I think we're going to do just that. Talk to mm-hmm. the Dragonborn. I am. Um, We'd like to definitely peruse the library here because it is mm-hmm. grand, and I will take Jade's information and try to contact this Red Sunrise. Tabaxi person and see if they'll allow us to enter their domicile to peruse pr- pr- their library. Sounds good. Okay. And I still would like to speak to the Dragonborn.
1: Very good. Okay. So, um, well, the Dragonborn are still apparently uh, sleeping off their encounter at this early hour, but you could take off to the library now if you yes. wish. I'd and uh, then, you know, do your sending and all that a little bit later on. If that sounds good.
0: So works for me um, really can't kill well let me take a sec. how early early is it and is there, is there a time difference from here to that side of the of the known map
1: it's not anything great okay
0: then I will start first and simply just I will separate from the party for a minute just to another part of the room because I always feel weird doing this in front of them and I will send a quick sending to Red Red
1: okay and what will this sending say
0: um Greetings, Red. This is Creval. I'm requesting access to your great library, if you can arrange it. Jade says hi. Jade says hi. Pretty sure that was under twenty-five.
4: To backseat treehouse, please hold.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like elevator music, but it's all meows. Yes.
4: The worst part is that it's coming from inside your head.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I cannot escape wait, wait. it. It's like echoing a little bit. And on 24 words in return, he's
3: like, okay. I love this part.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, you actually get a reply back that says, um,
5: We have red here.
1: That would be absolutely fabulous. Jade knows the way.
4: This
0: is the way. I and do I w- know the way. I will look at James. That they said that you could show us. Perfect. So, well, we have that exciting thing to look forward to. Um, let us retire to, or not retire, but let us journey to the girl library. I wonder if that unique librarian will still be there.
1: It is his job. Mm-hmm okay so you uh, take out of the cotter residence it's a glorious day although um it does seem to hint maybe of a rain to come later on in the in the afternoon that you just get that kind of feeling and uh you take off for the library and that's where we're going to stop today Okay, well, hey, who doesn't like a good loot episode? And that was kind of fun, what they found out. So what I did actually for, well, just for all of the big treasure hordes they have, I'm actually rolling randomly instead of uh, picking ones. In the past, it's kind of made sense because they found them in a tomb or, you know, a monster's horde or something like that. So, yeah, it would just be random items that that monster has picked up. And the same deal here. Here are the treasures that... The Giants have secreted away and put away for their own use or for, you know, special keepsakes. So once again, just kind of random uh, loot that ended up being in their hands. And what do you know? Some of it was actually useful. Um, So that was kind of fun. And the other thing I wanted to talk about was the NPC's voice. Uh, In this case, Sinia um acting in uh, stead of the uh, dungeon master you know in this case asking the party um what are you going to do next because me as a dungeon master i don't know what they're going to do next and it would be kind of nice to know so i could actually write that up and have it ready for them by the time they get there Uh, you know just saying anyway so it's kind of nice to have the npc in there from time to time to do that or to drop hints or to nudge the players along or sometimes to act as their conscience but anyways the party is actually enjoying some nice downtime. And they're off to the library to see what they can find in the way of getting on to their next thing. But will they find it? We'll have to wait for the next episode to find out. Until then, let us know what you think. Subscribe and rate us wherever you get your podcasts. Email us at podcast at gmail.com. Follow us at Relic of the Past on Twitter and Relic of the Past Podcast on Facebook. Articles and artwork are available at poolmedia.podbean.com. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head.